KJNBB button. Hello, Brandon. I hate like how I start. Yeah, yeah. Like, like ju- you always. Kevin does this thing where like just talk to me. Like not. Okay. Hi, we're doing a podcast, Hi, and thanks for I have in. this person that literally just walked in the studio and hasn't just been sitting here studio. this entire time. Yeah. Well, we you know we haven't been talking for the last thirty minutes. Um, and why and is that? Because I was going to do the laundry. And you no, no. Why was why that? why why was what? Why was the real reason you were gone for thirty minutes? Oh, because I was chatting. Because he was socializing. I was and socializing. Not doing the laundry. Social little butterfly. Um, first off, before we jump into the episode, we just want to do a quick little shout out to. Um, we have a loyal listener from um, all the way from Australia. So shout out to our friend George's mom. Um, we hear you are a loyal listener and we love to see it. So hi mom and hi to all the moms out there. If you are listening, um, let us know that you are shout out to Melanie. I know Melanie, you listen to every episode. Um, so let us know if you're tuning into KJ and BB, let us know, um, where in the world you are listening. Um, today we are talking about, um, we, and we haven't talked about it yet, so I'm very excited to jump in. Raise your hand if you've seen the Barbie movie. You can't see, but my hand is raised. <laughs> you can't see, but his hand was not Kevin raised. Kevin and I lying. have finally gotten the opportunity, or we finally gave ourselves the opportunity <laughs> to go see the Barbie movie. Um, I remember when the preview for this first came out. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't. Not even the preview. I remember when like the first ever poster for it came mm-hmm. out, and I instantly lost my mind anyone who knows anyone who knows me knows i am ultimate barbie fan like i love barbie anything so much i'm such a barbie boy pink is like my favorite Mm -hmm. color like i always called myself the mr well i mean besides boneless brandon like bendy brandon bendy barbie i'm hi i'm bendy barbie um hi barbie barbie's just like was always like my trademark um, so with that being said, because we are so busy with rehearsals right mm-hmm. now, we really haven't had the opportunity. I mean, and then rehearsals kind of started like right when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. So we never really had the opportunity to go see it when it first came out. And like Kevin and I are movie buffs. Like when yes. a movie comes out, we are there the next day. Yes. Like, um, so this was something that has been killing us because we have been hearing all the, oh, like... Oh, girl, I can't scroll through TikTok without people talking about Barbie. about Barbie. I mean, like, Greta Gerwig. Uh-huh. I have no idea who that is. The director of Barbie uh, oh. really knocked it out of the park. Like, I've seen that she's, like, mm. the first female director to, like, clear a certain amount of money made on a movie, which, like, why does it matter? What? But, well, uh, you know... Literally, oh my gosh, I hate this world sometimes. Um, all the time, for all me. the time, all the time. Um, so we're gonna be talking about the Barbie movie. You are if, yelling. So oh, sorry, we're gonna be talking about the Barbie movie. If you haven't seen it, um, spoiler alert: save this episode for later <laughs> and listen to it after you see it. Because we're gonna be talking about the movie, what we thought about the movie. Brandon literally was taking notes throughout the movie. I was like, I've never seen someone more studious and studious. He was literally st- there study are God Barbie. so first thing on our list to talk about this uh we are currently in miami florida once again if you are new to the podcast or new Welcome. to our story hey we are currently in miami florida so we went to go see it at amc aventura the aventura mall here in miami wow um first off that mall honey. i have been like i've been to miami countless times and like i even done cruise ship contracts where i feel like i recall coming to aventura mall but clearly it was always under the guise of like in and out Kevin and I nearly got lost in this mall. I've, I'm never one that we, has to pull up a directory to walk through a mall and your boy was on Google. Like, and girl, there, there wasn't a directory. No, we could not, I could not find a directory. To there was not like mind. a real life directory. They must've like decided that those were so like lame, but we were acting like we we're on the amazing race. Brandon was looking at maps. He's like, we're going to take a left up here. I was like, left here, left, up, left up here. Not we, I was, Oh, yeah, um, well, you had to practice being the navigator. And you just, drive. Yeah, okay, girl whatever. girl, whatever. You didn't drive us there, but whatever. Um, so, wow, the size of Aventura Mall is huge. It is a Sunday at that. And if you know, you know, Kevin and I have huge, like, 
crowd anxiety. Yeah. Like we hate anything to do with crowds. We hate anything to do with being surrounded by just insane amounts of people. And there was just so many people in the mall. Um, anyways, all that to say, wow, the size of this mall was huge. Um, yeah, next really thing nice. on well, my list. Very um, clean. It was I haven't, very I haven't been in like a it clean actually, mall in well, a while. And it reminded me of the malls in Saudi Arabia oh. or in the Middle East. Um, the malls there are also huge, but very, very clean, like noticeably clean. Hmm. Um, well, and this was my first time ever also being in. I've been a lot to a lot of movies that are like in malls, but, but I've like never not, been to one that was on the third floor. Like in the actual mall. Yeah. Like they're always like outside of well no mall. i've been the, the one by my house in the chamonix mall the movie theaters like you went into the mall to go into the movie theaters but this one was like the movie theater was on top of the i've mall. only been to movie theaters where like they were in the mall mm-hmm. but like you you could like enter yeah. from its own entrance oh another reason we had to wait to see this movie is because me and brandon we don't like to sit in chairs in regular movies oh we can kevin and i are if you know, you know. I Y K Y K. We are King Bougie. King Boo. <laughs> um, we are King Bougie. We do not do normal movie theater seats. No. We only do Dolby yeah, we love, theaters, we first love. of all. And with that comes the recliner seat. Yes. I will not sit. If I have to sit in a normal movie theater seat, especially like nowadays, movies are well Long. over two hours. Like, if you can't get comfortable, honey, then no. what are and you doing? The way, the, especially with the way I'm dancing and the way my back is set up, mm-hmm. I need to be able to lay back. Um, so and that the, was another the, the reason. The way your attitude is set up, you, I need him to lay back. That was another reason why we had been waiting because we had been waiting to find like a theater. Which means Barbie must be doing really good because we were going to go see Barbie last weekend um, and no movie theaters with recliner seats was showing Barbie on Sunday. This Sunday, here we go. Barbie is in the Dolby Theater, recliner seats. I was like, oh, perfect. Let's go see it. so yeah also with that we went to a matinee showing where the tickets were how much were they 25 percent off but 25 percent off i think there was that they were like 16 dollars there of their usual price which is like maybe I, I don't know how much insanely expensive yeah god forbid like oh my god yeah. why is everything so expensive it, it, it's honestly insane mind how you things are we pay like we we got a large popcorn to share. Oh, two my large drinks. God. Okay, yeah, we balled out. Okay, we got two large drinks, a large popcorn, and we each got our own little pretzel bites because I like the salted pretzel bites and Brandon likes the cinnamon I like sugar cinnamon pretzel sugar bites. Cinnamon sugar pretzels. Y'all, when I tell you, we could have gone to Red Lobster and had a five course dinner. Well, actually, probably not because I'm sure Red Lobster is insanely expensive. But it was like forty two bucks for the um, two of us. For two, two of us. us, like I was like, like, and I could have gotten. I would. I grew up poor. My family did not have money. Like, if we went to the movies, it was because like my mom was like, "This is like a treat." Mm-hmm. God forbid, like a a middle class family wanting to take all their kids to the movies. It has to become like a whole yeah, event. Like you, you have to like save up money to do it because it's a lot of just the tickets alone. And I, I mean, I don't know how much differently priced it is for kids versus an adult ticket but i'm sure it's but not that still, different you still have to pay full price for popcorn yeah and stuff no um, it's honestly why and that's my thing i want to look up how much amc can you look up what's the minimum wage for amc theaters? No. because it's wild that these places are char- charged this much money and I'm sure the people working there are making $7 an hour. I can't imagine being like, I'm making $7 an hour and someone just paid $75 for two Pop popcorns corn. and two <laughs> drinks. Popcorn that literally has been sitting has there all been, day. Literally. Literally. Our um, Mackenzie's best friend, Cassie, used to work at a movie theater when we were in high school. And she would, at the end of her like shift, she would bring home like a trash bag full of movie theater popcorn. That's crazy. Is um, the chick- your chicken in yeah, the Yeah, can you oven. check it? Oh. My chicken, like Kevin's not gonna eat the chicken. Yeah, it's done. Just take it out. This is a KJ and BB exclusive. You are live as we take out our meal prep for the week from the oven. 
Kevin acts like he's never taken something out of the oven before. Cute. Okay. Um, so, Barbie movie. I want to dive into the previews of the movie. While Kevin was running around like a madman, I was able to catch the preview of a new movie coming out called <laughs> Wish. Um, it made me cry. So immediately, I'm starting. I haven't even started the Barbie movie, and I'm crying. I am very like. So we're at cry one. Cry one. And the movie hasn't um, started. I'm very like emotional when it comes to storytelling and this movie that's coming out uh, it's i think it's a disney movie from the creators of frozen 2 it's oh really it looks um, it, i only i only got to see 5 seconds of a blimp of it it gave me very encanto vibes it just looked so good and like i mean once again it's a preview but i mean preview you, if i feel like nowadays previews are getting really good at like reeling you in enough but making you go i have no idea what this is going to be about mm. and then you see the actual movie and it's like not what you could have imagined i would say barbie was barbie. a perfect example of that um which also leads me into just how far movies and cinema have come mm. period um the other previews that we saw were for the new hunger games movie mm. coming out which I don't think mm. you were in there when I it started. Saw just the oh, it looks, of it. it looks really fierce. And I wasn't really a Hunger Games like fan. Mm-hmm. I watched all of them and they, I thought they were good, but I wasn't like I didn't really read the books. Um the books are so good. This Hunger Games looks really good. And then it went into the preview for the Willy Wonka movie which I had mm. really I had already seen the preview for the Willy Wonka movie starring Timothy Chalamet. Um I love that like <laughs> there's such a discourse on him like there's some people being like I don't think there's such a discourse I just think there's some people who don't like him mm-hmm. but I don't think it's big enough to be a discourse Word. so Kevin has created a fake narrative okay um, All right. so Kevin Sorry. doesn't like Tim- Timothy Ta- Chalamet uh, Brandon clearly loves Timothy Chalamet so I think he's I great I, I thought he was him. great in Call Me By Your Name we should watch him in uh, Dune. Dune we haven't watched that yet Um, and I just want to say like also in regards to the Barbie movie movies cinemas back baby well think about it essentially right now we're we're getting the movies that were made right after covid probably so even then though when i think of barbie and uh when i think of the preview for hunger games and willy wonka all three of these films i mean barbie obviously being a film that we've seen Mm -hmm. and even though we haven't seen the other two have showcased dance numbers. Mm. And I feel like when movies have dancing, quote unquote, in them, it's because it's like, oh, it's like a musical-ish movie. Mm. Like I think of like The Greatest Showman. Like Mm -hmm. it it has all that dancing, but then it has all these singing numbers where it's like uh, Hunger Games, obviously they're not going to be like, they're not going to be doing musical numbers, but in the preview there were like these dance scenes where like clear choreographed mm. groups of choreography happening. Um, and I think it's amazing that dance is being more included into mm. film outside of like a musical, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think that's so exciting. We also saw the preview for Trolls, which Kevin and I really missed watched, the train yeah, I on know, Trolls. Like, How many Trolls movies? I know there's... Because uh, I've seen literally probably different 10-minute chunks. Because it would always be movie. like playing in the background. Places. Places. At the doctor's office. This preview for this new Trolls movie looked phenomenal. Cute. I was so like, cute. can't wait to see it. Yeah. Gotta go watch all the other Trolls know, movies. Right? And there's the, the that duck movie looks really cute too. Oh, the uh, what is it called? Illumination. It's not called Illumination. The studio. The that studio it's is making. called Illumination. I don't know what the movie is I called. I think it's called Migration. Uh, okay, by Illumination with Aquafina in it. She's All in these everything. Aquafina. Aquafina playing such a dis- Aquafina. <laughs> like Aquafina will be playing the role of Aquafina as a pigeon. as a bird. <laughs> Um, She's really coined the market for but funny without, bird. Yes. But without further ado, let's jump right into Barbie. What let would me, you... Oh, go ahead. But let's start. I want to know what your... What is your relationship to Barbies as a kid? So my relationship to Barbies as a kid, um, if you were really close with me, 
which not a lot of you are, so you wouldn't know this, but my mother, I've been gay my entire life. I technically came, like, I came to terms with myself when I was in the sixth grade, and I told my mom I was gay when I was in the sixth grade. Um, But as any mom with a gay child, she was like, duh, like, I knew, girl. Um, But with that being said, my mom raised... Um, my force or my other three siblings and I all on her own. We did not have our fathers in our lives. My mom did it on her own with the help of my Nona, who is or my late grandmother. Rest in peace, love you, miss you. But um, my mom raised me under the guise that being gay was like not a a, a issue at all. And I say that I mean what I mean when I say that is like when I like when everything was like, okay, yeah, like I'm gay, that was it. Like Mm -hmm. she it wasn't she would never take me anywhere and be like, You can't act gay. You can't be this way. You can't let other people know. It was like life went on. And so I really did grow up believing that being gay was just what it was, being gay. I didn't think it was this Sin. I didn't think people really had a problem with it. I didn't think like it was an issue in the world at all until obviously I got older and was able to grasp world issues um, and really see how much hatred there is out there for gay people. So shout out to my mom for really, I mean, I guess sheltering me from the world, but Mm -hmm. like really allowing kid Brandon to believe that everything was there was nothing wrong with him which there wasn't no. but there are kids who yeah. do grow up to believe like yourself kevin oh, oh. that everything was wrong with them oh, oh, um so noise where's my closet short, my relationship with barbies i grew up playing with barbies i grew up playing with barbie dream houses i grew up playing with barbie and her corvette i had barbies growing up and i thought this was normal i i, I also grew up playing with hot wheels i loved hot wheels cars but I think that is like that also ties into the whole conversation of what is gender like let kids be kids mm-hmm. if a child if a quote boy child wants to play with freaking giraffes that are dressed as girls it it doesn't mean he's going to grow up to be gay it doesn't mean he's going to grow up to be straight guess what it doesn't matter like yeah. he could grow up to be a serial killer at the end of like <laughs> you ne- like who cares not who cares like don't well, grow up to uh, be yeah. a serial killer <laughs> don't but, let them play with girl giraffes because they will grow up they will grow up to be a serial killer but like it ugh, there's just so much yeah. of well and so like to that extent I also played with Barbies as a kid. Button secret. And so, but the difference was I never had Barbies. My sisters had Barbies. So in terms of my mom never stops me from playing with Barbies and Bratz dolls and Polly Pockets, all the the things that the girls played with, I would play with them. I just never had them of my own. So I had action figures, which are the boy version of Barbies essentially where you play house and you make games and you imagination and all that good stuff but I never actually had Barbies of my own so there was for me growing up Barbies were this kind of taboo thing where I knew I don't play that with my boy cousins I know I don't play that when uh with my dad around uh playing with Barbies is something I do with my sisters I do it when it's just us i do it when maybe my cousins a couple of my girl cousins are over but barbies weren't something to do with the boys and so i did have this unfortunate separation with this thing that represented femininity and my queerness i guess in a way i loved barbies because they were just so much fun i loved and i maybe actually we it wasn't so much barbies more so we my sisters had Bratz dolls, and I thought the Bratz were, like, so fun and so cute. And I love that you could, like, their little feet popped off and you changed their shoes. But so for me, Barbies represented something of playing with them was always moments where I wasn't feeling judged. I wasn't thinking about the fact that I can't play with them. So this well, movie... Well, because we're, ki- like, we're kids. We're kids. Yeah. No kid is thinking... 
a kid isn't born into this world thinking the next kid is going to think you're gay. Yeah. Because that's, like, weird. Like, yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's in the same way a kid isn't it's born into this humans, world yeah. thinking they want to be an astronaut. Like, mm-hmm. you are what the environment around you is shape, shapes exactly. you to be, pretty much. Um, and I have to say, like, now, recently, I saw a Barbie commercial, and there was obviously little girls playing with Barbies, but there was also a little boy in this commercial mm-hmm. playing with Barbies. And like, when I tell you I could have mm-hmm. thrown up from the amount of crying I was doing because it was, I was just like, I get to be alive as an adult to see this, mm-hmm. this progressiveness happening in the world, mm-hmm. which, you know, there's someone somewhere being like that little boy shouldn't be playing with Barbies work. Yeah. Ma- work Mattel for also jumping yeah. on the the, the bandwagon the progressive of train. being like, who cares? Let kids be kids. Let, kids, let be kids, kids be kids. Let kids be kids. And let and what and what a great underlying message of the movie itself is let kids be kids and also the and that means we never stop being kids. All of us are all just kids, no matter what age you are. I identify as a kid. I turn 30 in this year. If you're 50 years old, 70 years old, you're still a kid. We all are still just We all kids. have it inside of us. So, let's start right into it. Barbie movie. Um What would you rate it? I would say ten out of ten. I would also say ten out of ten. It really, for me, was perfect. There, on there all was nothing. Levels. There was nothing. There was nothing additional that I needed from it, and there was nothing I wanted them to take away. Sure, from it. there was. I, I'm like, if I'm being blatantly, mm-hmm. if I want to be completely honest, sure, there were maybe writing things that weren't yes. like top notch, and maybe the pacing in some scenes was yes. like off. But at the end of yeah. the day, I did walk away crying three separate times so it would be foolish of me to say "Mm, no i'm gonna give it like a 9.1 because these things were off no girl i don't care like it it was was fully enjoyable it was so thought out Mm -hmm. and And that's for it being someone else's art once again as an artist Mm -hmm. myself i would be i would never want someone to look at my art and sit back and go i rate that uh blah 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 out of a blah 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 like first of all who cares my mm-hmm. opinion doesn't matter on this movie at the end of the day and neither does your opinion on my art um but second of all just enjoy others yeah. art period just enjoy the fact that this idea came from someone and that it will resi- resonate mm-hmm. with so many others mm-hmm. in some way and if it doesn't with you work girl guess what the check still clears at the end of the day. Well, all this, you're like, don't bash it. And here's my two critiques that I will say. Bash I think it. the Will Ferrell's character. Will Ferrell as Will Ferrell. <laughs> will Ferrell as Will Ferrell. I think the lines could have been better written. Like, we could have had funnier jokes. And it seemed like it was so reliant on Will Ferrell just being Will Ferrell for it to be funny. It did get to a point in the movie where it was like, that character for me like seemed to just fall off well, and i was be- like to be- he seemed oh, to become okay. un- essentially he became unimportant once they got to barbie land but it seemed like this whole big deal of them like going into barbie land but like mm-hmm. there was there was no like climax of them arriving there right and then my other second takeaway would just be ken's like sad breakdown scene at the end was just too long for what I was important at that part of the movie. So that was the only thing in terms of pacing that. Mm. So when I'm sure they did that, because guess what people, this movie tackled a lot of themes around feminism and around, and what is feminism, but equality. And this movie had some pretty, pretty big concepts that I'm like, so excited. were talked about in this movie. That's, about a Barbie doll. It was really challenging our society that we live in today. So for me personally, I cried three times. I cried two times. I cried three times and four times if you're including the preview, which (laughs) 
Um, the first time I cried was when Barbie enters oh, that time the real world and uh-huh. she's sitting at like the bus stop mm-hmm. and she's like she's trying she's like trying to connect obviously with the person that she's looking for and in that she starts to like because Barbie is clearly an empath <laughs> um, same girl I'm also an empath um, she starts to take on the emotions of like all the real world mm-hmm shit that's happening she she looks around she looks at the trees she sees a couple fighting she sees a couple laughing she sees somebody just sitting by themselves looking somber and she just has all this realization and it's the first time that barbie i'm in my opinion i'm guessing feels Mm -hmm. this type of angst and emotion outside of the perfect Mm -hmm. you know pretty world that is barbie world and she sheds a tear. And but I mean, before I get into this, Margot Robbie. I mean, <laughs> fucking wow. Yeah. Just, I think she's she's our best right now. What what an actress! Like, mm-hmm. look at look at the material. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn. Barbie. Margot Robbie as stereotypical Barbie. Like as Tanya. Margot Robbie as Tanya. I, w- the other day we saw mm-hmm. an I, Tanya clip and I was like, I forgot mm-hmm. she did that movie. Like, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie is just so brilliant. Like, yeah. and guess where she's from? Australia. Australia. Shout out to all our Australia our people. Like, y'all are killing it down there. Her and Nicole Kidman. Oh my gosh. We come to this place for, for magic. magic. We come to AMC <laughs> theaters to, to love, love, to cry, to care, because we need that. All of us. That um, indescribable feeling. So I okay. Go someplace we've never been before. I cried during that scene, Um, and what really hit me was when she looked at the older woman sitting Mm -hmm. next to her, and the woman looked at her and she was like, "You're so beautiful," and 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 because I think this was the first time that Barbie has clearly also seen an aged woman, Mm -hmm. Um, but still woman because Mm -hmm. Barbie feminist is clearly for all women at the end of the day mm-hmm. and she looked at this lady and said you're beautiful and the woman goes i know i know and it it made barbie like laugh um because it's clear that the the human connection that barbie has in this real world with that woman is clearly having self-doubt and self-insecurity mm-hmm. And Barbie is like, why do women feel this way? I thought women were supposed to Mm -hmm. not feel this way. And this older woman was the example that Barbie needed of all the Barbies in Barbie world who like they wake up and they're like, Barbie, you're so pretty. And she's like, I know Barbie. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I am pretty. And it's this take on exact like women should feel confident. Women should feel secure. Women should feel so loud in how they think of themselves without being viewed cocky or bitchy mm-hmm. or arrogant or you shouldn't you shouldn't think too highly of yourself mm-hmm. because that is because we should all think that way about ourselves every exactly. single one of us um and i just i mean that that was so beautiful that scene oh. uh, the beginning of the movie i'm like in the seat bawling my eyes out like <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't, i don't think i cried at that moment because I felt you crying, and I was like, "I'm your rock. I am here for you." But and don't that worry, is what we call to toxic masculinity. <laughs> I, I'm. He was trying to grab my hand. I was like, "Girl, let my hand go. I don't need you. I don't need no man. I'm, I'm like, a strong, independent I'll take care of you, baby. person. I'll take care of you, Barbie." Kevin is Knuff. <laughs> I am not Knuff. I identify as President Barbie. Um. Yeah. So, and uh, shout one out, idea, shout, shout out, out to our friend. Shout out to our bestie, Amy. Amy Hogan. She just messaged me. Chiki Mala. So if you, if you ever listen to this, Amy. Chiki Mala. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I mean, also, this movie really had, like, deep concepts about, like, God, essentially. And because Barbie is trying to connect with the person who's playing with her. And that's very, like spiritual in a sense of like who's the person that is dictating the things that happened to me Who and is that girl I 
crazy. And it turns out it's America Ferreira, who she was wonderful. She in was this. fantastic in this. And I was sit, I was wondering. I was sitting there like, okay, America's not. I knew she was in the movie, mm-hmm. obviously, but I was like, okay, she's clearly not one of the Barbies. When like we saw all the Barbies, uh-huh. and then the Barbie already did an amazing job with the twist of she. Bar- we we all thought and you all, you think initially oh Barbie has to reconnect with this little girl uh-huh. plot twist it's actually the little Amer- girl's mother this, yeah. America Ferreira who when the twist happens people will be like duh you didn't see it coming mm-hmm. yeah when it happens you're like duh how duh. did I not see that comment coming but like you don't because <laughs> yeah. like because you weren't lo- you're not looking for it um, but yeah she was wonderful and oh my gosh we skipped over um, I think Kate McKinnon I think was also Kevin is such a huge Kate McKinnon fan. I am. She's so funny. She was brilliant in this as weird Barbie. Yeah. And that was like such a fun little concept as well. What are you doing? Oh. Taking a little picture. A little video. Like, when I tell you, y'all, I knew that this Barbie movie was going to be talking about like big concepts, big things. And so I went in knowing that, and it still, like, knocked me out of the park. Like, it really did still, like, keep me thoroughly surprised and engaged the entire time. I absolutely agree. Um, What else? What else? So much. Um, I thought the way... Because the whole movie seemed... What I enjoyed about it, especially there's a scene where Will Ferrell and the executive boards are, like, trying to chase after Barbie and are trying to catch Barbie. And it was very, like, comical the way they were, like, running and trying to get her. Which made me feel like the whole movie is also still supposed to be, like, as if somebody is playing with their Barbies and this is the story of somebody who's playing with their Barbies came up with. It's even in the realistic real world, it had this element of we're still playing Barbies the whole time. Yes. And I loved the way Barbie, like as we said just now, how she starts to really take on all of the real themes and emotions in real world versus Barbie world. Mm-hmm. Um, even, I mean, so the next scene that I cried was the first introduction we have with, like, her creator, or ba- the creator mm. of Barbie, Ruth, um, in, like, the little kitchen area that's, mm-hmm. like, also in this office building. And Barbie is just so distraught with herself. She's like, I just feel, I feel so imperfect. Like, I feel like I'm not perfect. And Ruth looks at her and goes, I think you are perfect you look great Mm -hmm. to me and it's just once again it's a very real world take on just you know the insecurity Mm -hmm. that women face constantly and of having to be perfect and on tens at all times and Mm -hmm. it's like you all are what i need to make it very clear this podcast episode specifically will not be in support of men (laughs) so if you were a straight man listening to this First off, and hi, <laughs> hey, uh, message <laughs> us. Um, second off, your feelings don't matter here. Yeah. Um, no, they do, but they don't. I. Uh, well, the if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I am a feminist to my core. I was yeah. raised by women. No man had a hand in the bringing up of me, so. I'm a ride for women mm-hmm. till the day I die. Every day. Every day. Um, well, and that was also, like, so funny when they get into dreamland. Or, uh, not dreamland, real world, the real world. And Barbie and Ken are roller skating through California. And Barbie's getting so much attention. And she immediately feels like, I'm being, like, catcalled in, like, an aggressive way. Like, I don't like the way I'm being seen right now. And Ken is like, oh, my gosh, everybody here loves me. Like, this is amazing. Like, he's really enjoying the benefits of being a beautiful man in society. And Ken literally learns all about the patriarchy that our system is founded on. 
and takes back all the principles that he learns from the real world. Real, real, why is real world so hard to say? That he takes real, from the real, real world and he takes it back to Barbie land and teaches all the Kens there about it and turns Barbie land into Ken land. I just thought it was, I did not expect Ken to be like the villain of this story at all. I wasn't either. When that happened, I was I, like, literally, like, wait, I was is like Ken the really ba- emotionally the affected when it happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, this is, like, it's making my head hurt right now thinking about it because I was like, no, this isn't what I imagined for Barbie. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, Barbie doesn't, shouldn't have to deal with this. Barbie shouldn't have to deal with men. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was also so funny when Ken came into the real real world. Oh my god, that is so hard yeah, to say. Real world. Say real world three times fast. Real world, real world, podcast. real world. Real world, real world, real world. <laughs> um, I thought it was so funny when Kim, Ken came to the the world and <laughs> was like, "Oh my god, look at all these men running things," and like it. Like, don't sit here and watch the movie as, like, a negative, like, in a negative viewpoint of it and go, it's pushing feminism. No, it's not, girl. Go outside. Men mm-hmm. are everywhere. Like, m- man-driven anything is everywhere you look outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I I loved, like, how, like, even, like, Mount Rushmore, like, four men are carved into mm-hmm. the side of a mountain for what? Like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it was... Oh, I just... They heard it. I just knocked the microphone down. That's how they passionate I am about hating men. <laughs> you just probably broke their earbuds, too. It really... It, like, And also, to me, it does blow my mind that we do live in such like a male-dominated world because men can't be here without women. Every man had to come from a woman. There's and there's no men making other men. It's women. We all wouldn't be here without women. Women really have such a better head in terms of understanding, in terms of emotions and thoughts and feelings. They have a different attune to empathy than men will ever seem to have. And it was just I, it was com like it was comical when Barbie gets to the boardroom with the CEO and the presidents of Barbie, the people in charge, and it's all a group of men, all, all a group of men, and, and she's like, w- "Who's the CEO? CFO? Yeah, CFO? Like, and it's all men, all men, all men." They're like, "That's me," and but it, uh, still under the and then Will Ferrell's character is like, "This is a company founded by women." We. We once had a woman CEO, like, and it's the idea of like, people really do brainwash themselves into convincing that they are part of the solution when they are literally benefiting from the institution that is based off of patriarchy. Um, and any, uh, there is disc. I, I know that Fox News probably had its issues with this movie. I've seen clips on TikTok. This, if anyone is saying there's anything wrong with this movie, then they don't agree in equality for everyone. There's nothing in this movie that is too high of a concept that we shouldn't all absolutely be behind a thousand percent. I just don't think we like when the truth is so blatantly shown in Mm. front of our faces. And the truth here is that women aren't respected really in society, in this day and age i mean hello i just came from a country where women still you you can't be a woman and be in like the same pool as men during Mm -hmm. a certain time like it's which saudi arabia part three will be coming soon everybody tbt because that (laughs) remember when i was in saudi arabia but like even here in america like we just were in nashville tennessee where they were, I think it still is. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was overturned or not, but like when all the Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. stuff was happening and like everyone in Tennessee was like, yeah, women shouldn't have the right to make mm-hmm. the decision over their body. Yeah. Like, which was honestly such a wild time. Like my head hurts even thinking about yeah. it because at the end of the day, regardless of what you believe in, you shouldn't there should be no taking away the right, the individual right of anyone of anyone. What is granted to one should be granted to, to all. all. Yeah, exactly. And 
so it, it's the, and there shouldn't even be discourse about it. There shouldn't even be a conversation about it because we should all have been brought up I on like the liter- idea. I of- like literally sit here and I'm like, the big thing in today, mm-hmm. like as far as like the this day and age now, and like what's the hot topics of the year are like UFOs and aliens, and I'm like, y'all are so worried about aliens and we can't even get it together here on earth yeah y'all trying to make interaction with beings from another (laughs) universe and y'all don't even want to and y'all don't even talk to the person who lives across the street from you hello all right so back to the movie if you're if you're someone who listens to this podcast and you only talk to kevin and not me you suck Period. That was a and if you, bit. yeah, um, he's going through something right now. So <laughs> if you, this is a great time to reach out to him. If you only follow me, uh, give Brandon a follow. He might not follow you back, but that's okay. You can support him regardless of whether he supports you or not. He needs your support right now. So reach out, say hi, say you love him, tell him he's beautiful because he's my Barbie and he is Knuff. Um, um, speaking of Ken. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Oh my God. I mean, if the, uh, hey, straight men listening, here you go. This the, is your one time. Skip, we'll praise you. Skip a minute. We'll praise you right now. Oh my God, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I was like, what a heartthrob. Oh my God. Just I can't. I don't even know. I I think he was phenomenal in the film, but I think I was distracted every time he was on. Screen. I thought he was so phenomenal. Even in the beginning, when he was like, hey, Barbie, watch me, like, run to the water. Like, it's <laughs> just so, like, so corny, uh-huh. but so, uh, like. And what a funny villain origin story of, like, I'm, embar- I'm embarrassed because I love you. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, still, I, I love that, like, once again, this movie, sure, it was so feminist mm-hmm. for, uh, it, it was so feminist for it because, Margot Robbie's character wasn't written to actually fall in love with Ryan Gosling at the mm-hmm. end and they didn't make out and kiss like she still turned him away yeah because that's crazy like does that not make you feel icky that every time Ryan Gosling went in for a kiss unwarranted mm-hmm. like Margot Ro- like she Barbie was never any- like she never was like yes I this does feel like a moment to kiss no she was like no this isn't that like mm-hmm. what are you doing guess what he- hot take not really a hot take. Mm-hmm. Newsflash. A lot of women feel that way, uh-huh. but probably can't turn you away because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. Because men are vicious. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. men are disgusting, and men will, like, literally destroy women. And if the, they were. It, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you're mad at the Barbie movie. Guess what? A lot worse goes happens in the real world Mm -hmm. than cinema world of what barbie movie portrayed Mm -hmm. you think men are just like yeah you're right i i I shouldn't i shouldn't be going in for a kiss no men are way more aggressive when they get turned down yeah they become they create ken land and they make everything awful and terrible they take away women's rights they take away women's rights like they were trying to do in barbie Barbie land oh my god like (laughs) And they got too busy fighting a war, um, which also that scene was so well done because the someone, dance fight scene. Well, that started as like them throwing things at each other. Because as someone like me, when I did play with Barbies and action figures, I was always like, do I was making elaborate stories. My sisters can attest. Like we didn't just play Barbies that would like play house. We would play Barbies that like went to Jurassic Park and one by one they would get eaten by dinosaurs and we didn't have dinosaur not eaten by dinosaurs I know that I was always just creating these very elaborate crazy storylines for my parbies um so the fight scene for me was just so visually fun and uh, just I think it was so well done and then it turns into a dance number um giving grease lightning vibes which that was so much fun uh, the music I have to say Billie Eilish, her song, What Was I Made For? Oh, Kevin, like... I am obsessed. That was the scene. And I know everyone... Kevin lost his marbles. I lost it. When... Here's the deal. Me, 
I, I I'm a cry. I'm mm-hmm. emotional, but I'm still a bad bitch. So, oh, laundry. I'm still a bad bitch. I'm going to cry like I'm in a movie and like I am like, like I'm being filmed. You're like you're in the movie. Kevin See, I cry. Is, Kevin is the ugliest crier. <gasps> and it didn't help ever. that I had a woman <laughs> sitting like literally inches from me on Kevin, my other side. Like we'll be like. <laughs> I'm trying not to. And no, that's but why it's I, fine. I, it's oh fine. I'm just saying like. He's making fun of me. Uh, oh, you're cute though. You're making fun of me You're still I an cry. ugly crier. I cry. I'm just like a beautiful crier. I'm like. Yeah. It's been okay. For you. All right, um, guys, Brennan is not a beautiful crier, but I'm not going to tell him otherwise. But he won't listen to this podcast, so he'll never hear that I said this and I whispered this to you. But just so you all know the truth, that's the truth. Oh, you are such a beautiful crier, Brennan. You've I am a beautiful. I don't think you've ever paid attention to how beautiful I am really when I'm crying. It? But next time I'm crying, I want you to look at me and be like, "Oh my God, he's like so killing beautiful. it, like the most beautiful." Like the every time I did, I looked at you today and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I love my Barbies so much." He just cries so beautifully. He's Bendy Barbie. I am Bendy Barbie. You are Bendy Barbie. You were like, you're Kate McKinnon when she like put her leg, her on, leg on the wall and it was just there for like 30 minutes. But that, y'all, that Billie Eilish song, uh, I think it was so stunningly beautiful. It gave me vibes of the Snow White movie in a weird way. I've never seen the Snow White movie. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But... Then in the trailer, in the in the final credits, they were playing a theme of the song that sounded like the Snow White movie in a way, and I was like, "Was this ins- like go good job, Billie Eilish? She is th- like that. That was beautifully stunning. Great lyrics, great melody, perfectly performed. So good music. So if you haven't listened to that song yet, go listen to Billie Eilish's new song from the movie." And I also thought Lizzo's song was fun too. Oh, I I beginning. loved Lizzo's song. And clearly, it was written at like movie is done, song is written around the movie. Like it's not like Lizzo this. just like wrote yeah. a song um, because it was like specifically addressing things that were happening. And I was like, this is so cute. And Nicki Minaj's because I'm bad like the a Barbie. Barbie. I'm a dog, but I'm gonna party. So ten out of ten for music. As <laughs> the, well. It's funny. I saw this on Twitter, but it was so spot on. The ending of Barbie movie. Everyone's like in tears, and then and I'm like a Barbie, and <laughs> it's like you still got to be like, I am that bitch. I am. <laughs> um, yeah. What I literally. Sorry, I was not talking to the microphone. That last scene where Barbie realizes that like maybe she doesn't want to be Barbie anymore and she just wants to be a woman living in the mm-hmm. real world is such a testament uh, to just like I could cry right now showing how how time does change things mm-hmm. and time does evolve things including you as a person yeah. and I'm not the same person I was 5 years ago I'm not the same person I was last week you have to be accepting of growth. And I think that was the moment for Barbie where she was like, I don't necessarily want to represent this perfection for Mm -hmm. women after seeing what women have to actually deal Mm -hmm. with. I, I want to, you know, I want to, be in it. I want to deal with the real things that women do deal with because mm-hmm. all this time I've been believing that I have been the symbol of perfection for women and mm-hmm. it's not that because of how time has evolved and how time has changed. Mm-hmm. Um and I I mean I just thought like what like I mean it, they were doing like all the memories and of like life for women and Kevin is currently dealing with a family emergency right now. His grandmother hasn't been doing well. Um, So that was like, please keep her in your prayers. Um, She's in the hospital. So if you have prayers or good energy or positive thoughts, send them to my grandma. Um, And it doesn't help that like that scene where like Barbie is like in the white, like all white, 
mm-hmm. and with the create with her creator Ruth, and then you have Billie Eilish in the background going. I mean, I'm like, we're sitting there trying not to be like. Oh, this is Kevin's moment where he wants to sing, and he's like, listen to me sing. We get it, girl. You're a singer. No one cares. Boo. Tomato, tomato. I'm just kidding. I just got up and did three pirouettes. Good job, boyfriend. You are so talented. When I see you dance, it makes my heart happy. It makes me want to see you do it again. When I hear you sing, it really touches my heart, and it makes me light up and feel so good inside. I know. I can tell. <laughs> um, you are so funny. No, you're funny. Um, overall, was there any other notes that you you wrote? No, I I touched on all my notes. Um, overall, go see the Barbie movie. Um, good job, Mattel. Um, go see it. Eat like. The reality is Kevin and I are very, we are very critical thinkers and not everyone is. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But we are like, we think so deeply. And so for us, the movie was phenomenal because it was phenomenal. Like it was great. But also because the message of it was just it. We saw what it was and we really saw the the deep notes that were in there. You probably will go to this movie and not see any of these deep yeah, meanings. You can and guess what? And you can enjoy it. That's just fine. The same. You will literally enjoy it because it is a corny, fun movie. Yeah. It is such a nostalgic movie. If you know anything about Barbies, it mm-hmm. does give you all of the like Barbie nostalgia. Um it's brilliant. It is yeah. also a genius advertising for the Chevrolet car company because all the cars that were featured oh, were really? Chevy. The two black SUVs that they got uh-huh. in or that they got Barbie in were Chevy Suburbans. And then Oops. America's car was a Chevy. I think it was like a Chevy Cruze, but wow. it clear like they were showing all the features of her pressing buttons. Like yeah. Oh they're they're not dumb. They were partnered with Chevy in this movie. Wow. And then I mean obviously Barbie Barbie's car is a old Chevy Corvette. Wow. I think. Yeah. Well, we are partnered with. <laughs> Although, maybe it was a GM. Oh. General Motors. General Motors. Advertisement because Ken's car in this movie was the new like GMC Humvee, oh. like the new Hummer that just came out. Mm. So shout out to you, Kevin's sister Maddie Altieri. <laughs> um. Yeah, go see go see Barbie. Take your little boy, take your little girl, take your child, take your mom, take your grandma. Um where where does this rank on movies of the year? We should Oh girl, I don't know. We should definitely keep a running list. I like have no idea what the movies are we've seen this I year. Know. Um Yeah, so go see it. Um thank you for listening. Uh, tell your friends, uh, tell your best friend, tell your boyfriend, tell your Ken, tell your Barbie. Um, and we'll be back every week with a brand new episode. So thanks for listening. KJ and BB. Button. <laughs>